Hey everyone, uh, Jason Klein here. I'm the senior minister here at Refocus Christian Church, uh, located in Fallonsby, West Virginia. I just want to say uh, thank you so much for listening to our content. Uh, feel free to share or like or leave any comments you have. Uh, we're always looking to engage with people. Uh, what are some questions you have? What are some things that you might be learning? Uh, and at the same time, if you want to know more about us, check us out at refocuschurch.com, uh, which also has a link to our Facebook there. Uh, and so it just has uh, upcoming events, things that are going on, uh, sermon series that we're in. Uh, so once again, thanks for being a part of this. Thank you for listening in. And as always, please feel free to share and comment or like, because uh, we want to make sure that we're trying to reach as many people possible uh, with the good news of Jesus Christ. All right. Have a great day. Hey, good day, everyone. Hey, I uh, <clears throat> think we're going to get an episode three here of, of Let's Talk About It. Uh, these are just some ideas that some of them have been given to me. Uh, some of these are things that just I've been wanting to talk about for a while, kind of on my own radar. And I'm trying to separate these from uh, the sermons. Uh, so you'll notice they're kind of categorized a little different. Um, and part of that is just understand that this is my opinion, so I'm trying to do my best uh, to make sure that that's known. It uh, doesn't mean that I won't use scripture. It doesn't mean that I won't bring God into it, but this is just kind of my perspective on things. And so it doesn't necessarily, <clears throat> excuse me, doesn't necessarily make me right or wrong, uh, but I just want to share this and get this out there because I'm hoping to create some kind of dialogue with people. Really, that that's my hope, is how do I get people more engaged because I realize that some of these conversations are much bigger than me. If you haven't been paying attention or listening, a lot of this stuff really is bigger than me. And I'm not an expert. I will say <clears throat> from the theological side, I'm not an expert, but I have studied a lot. Uh, I've been in ministry for almost 20 years now, which is kind of weird to think about. Um, but these are just topics that, that I see that I really think need to be addressed. And maybe they are being addressed, and, and they are. There's different avenues. But this morning, the, the one that we're going to talk about is identity. Uh, that is such a big topic right now. Uh, the, the word is is almost in everything. And and if I'm being honest, I think that there's there's a lot of truth out there in regard to the topic, but there's also a lot of confusion. There's a lot of misunderstanding. There's a lot of uh, ideas that are being taught and being out, and you know they're kind of being thrown out there uh, with no one to challenge them almost. And if you do challenge them, you're hateful or hypocritical. And listen, that that's on both sides of the argument. Uh, but but one of the things that, that I think I need to establish, just so we're clear, is I believe that, and this is something that I ask most people that I have conversations with, so I guess I'll ask you, you know, as you're listening, do you believe that the Bible is the authoritative word of God? Do you believe that what is when we try to understand it, when we look at it, when we study it, do you believe uh, that God is the one who should have final say in our lives? Because I do. 
I think that God not only has earned that right as, as my creator, but I also think that because of his all-powerful nature, his moral good uh, goodness, you know, perfect morality, uh, his ability to stand outside of time and space, and as the creator of the entire universe, I believe that the things that he says have authority in my life. So he should be able to tell me how to live, and I don't have much in the way of an argument against him. He is God. He is creator. He is the one who establishes the way that we should live, the way that we should think, the way that we should feel. And in all of this, my perspective comes from the belief that he really is who he says he is. So that's the the direction that, that I'm coming at this from. It's not that I don't Pay attention to the rest of the world. I'm not trying to be respectful of other people's opinions or thoughts or other groups. But at the end of the day, the authority of who I am belongs to God. That's it. If you don't agree with that, then you and I are going to have a difference of opinion. It's okay. Nothing wrong with that. But I just want to make it very clear from the beginning where I stand on that topic. One of the things that really has kind of helped me figure that out lately, uh, I, I was watching uh, Francis Chan, if you don't know the name, uh, very well-known mega church pastor, but really more than that, uh, he's done so much more, he's written a ton of books. He recently did um, a series, a video series called Job. Uh, if you've ever read Job, Job is can be difficult to read, or so I thought. <laughs> Um, but I love the way that, that Francis Chan um, kind of approaches it. And in what Job comes down to, Job teaches us a few things. One of the things that Job can teach us is uh, that suffering is not necessarily tied uh, to the mistakes that we make. Uh, Job was an upright man who was living a righteous life and uh, things still happen to him. It also teaches how to handle suffering, people who are suffering. Sometimes uh, it's best to sit and listen and, and not feel like we need an answer or give them an answer. The other part of it, and really this is kind of where it's really helped me kind of define this for myself, and I've always kind of known this, but uh, <clears throat> Job th- uh, 38, the end of Job, when God finally shows up, Job or God started asking Job a couple questions. Where were you when I did this? Where were you when I did that? What about this? What about that? Uh, so, so God establishes pretty firmly that you, as as my creation, there's a gap between you and me. You are not me. Job is or God is saying this to Job. You are not God. Understand that you are not. God, you do not understand, nor do you know everything that I did, because you weren't there, but I was. So so God establishes at the end of Job his authority and says, I am who I am. I I can I don't need to answer to you. So that that that's the perspective that, that we're coming at, that, that I'm coming from, is 
Yes, I might be able to ask God questions, but God doesn't owe me an answer. He is above me. He is in charge of me. He is in control of all creation. He has final word always, forever, and will in my life to the end of it. So when we talk about the idea or the concept of identity, it matters what he says. It, It matters what he teaches. It, it, it matters when it comes to uh, topics like transgenderism. It, it matters what he says when it comes to topics like homosexuality. It, it matters what, uh, when it comes to topics like you know divorce, marriage, sexual purity, all of that. But, but today, we're, I don't, I don't want to get too far off topic. We're going to talk about identity. What, <clears throat> who does God say that we are. So so let let's start there. In the very beginning. In in the very beginning of creation, at the outset of it all. God made man and woman. That 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 that's something that I believe to be true. That he created men and women. Created man first. In his image. Right? We're the only thing in, in all of creation that made that's made in his own image. And then from man, <clears throat> he created woman. He put, he put Adam to sleep. He took one of his ribs and he made woman. So, so in the very beginning of creation, God establishes the genders, the identities. There's man and there's woman. I believe that to be true. Uh, I think biologically that's true. I, I can't speak as much to that side of it because of the fact that you know I'm not a scientist, but but I can tell you that I have three boys and they're all different but very distinct in their anatomical makeup, if that's the right word, their anatomy. There, there's more than you know. One way to define that they're a boy, but but there's some very distinct things about them. So, so I believe that there are men and then there are women. I think to say anything else is just blowing smoke, and and, and I just want to be honest with that. I think part of the the problem in, in the world today. Is, is that there's so much confusion around this topic. <clears throat> we, we've made it this really big, controversial thing, but, but at the, the core of it, it, you're either a man or a woman. That's it. There's no other choice. Now I know that on paper there is. But God made man... And woman. That that's part of our identity. Your sex is part of your identity. That's who you are. <clears throat> Race, I think, is the same way. Your your ethnic background, your race, that 
<clears throat> that's part of your identity. You can't be something that you're not. And 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 so when we talk about identity, the, I think the problem in the world today is 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 it's all about how we feel, right? It, it, it's all about um, well, I don't feel a certain way, or. Uh, so, so I'm just going to talk about this, and, and if you know me, it's a little more personal. But you know, like I, I have a, a four-year-old. Uh, I love him, a great kid. I love all my kids. Uh, but he, you know, grew up, kind of went through the pandemic, so he spends a lot of time with mom uh, growing up. And so he, listen, he likes things uh, that are purple and things that are pink. And sometimes he's had his nails painted by his mom. You know, he's asked for it. Uh, he watched TV shows that <clears throat> that you and I would consider, you know, TV shows for girls, which, by the way, I think is a stupid concept. But but he watches all these things, and and, and at the end of the day, they're just they're it's his preference. It's what he likes. It it it's you know the same way that I might watch football, or the same way that I might watch you know the Marvel movies that I like. You know, he watches those things too, by the way. But there are certain things that he likes, and and I'm okay with that. That's not a problem. He he also loves science, and and he loves to read, and he loves animals. Uh, you know, and he he doesn't like soccer. We know that. We tried, uh, but he, those are things that he likes. And on the other hand, I've got an older son who likes, you know, the opposite. His favorite color is red. He likes to wrestle. Um, he likes to watch football with me. You know, they both want to go to baseball games. They both like being out in the backyard digging in the dirt. You know, the older son probably a little more. But uh, and then I have a third boy who's just, I don't know, not even two. He's kind of chaotic. He's a little bit of everything. But but the reason that I talk about our, my middle son is because he... He likes things because those are just things that he likes. And there's nothing wrong with that. Those are things that he likes, but those things don't define his identity. Uh, We live in a a culture, and this is something that I continue to be kind of confounded with, that, you know, I remember a couple years ago that we were trying to get away from, you know, you can't say girls only like pink and you can't say boys only like blue, that it doesn't matter. And those people were right. It doesn't matter. Guys can like pink. I know plenty of guys that like pink. There, there's girls that are tomboys that they like, you know, boy things. They like cars and and you know whatever. Uh, but listen, I, even in the way I said that, it's wrong because it doesn't matter. These are things that they like. It, it's not part of their identity though. These are preferences. These are things that they enjoy doing. But it, it has. It should have no tie to their gender identity. And in a couple of years ago, we were trying to get away from that. And now we're back to it. Right. And I say that because I know that there are people that would look at my four year old who likes these things. And say, well, maybe he wants to be a girl. No, he doesn't want to be a girl. He's a boy. He's a boy that just happens to like certain things. Because his identity is not tied to those outside influences. His identity should come from who God says that he is. 
from who God made him to be, and God made him a boy. I don't think God made a mistake with that. But but when we allow the, the culture and the world around us to start defining who we are, that's where I have a problem. Because I we're seeing it more and more that we're listening to all of these voices. We're listening to all of these conversations and all of these TikTokers and all of these influencers and, and we're listening to all of these people try to tell us who we are and we're not listening to the only voice that matters. And that's God. Who does God say that you are? God said that you were created in his image. God said, God says that you're loved. God says that you're sinful. You're broken. That's what Adam and Eve did. They messed everything up. God also can call you his. You're his son. You're his daughter. You're his creation. He made you. He, he made a way for, for you to get back to him through the sacrifice of his son because he wanted you to be part of his family. Like, who God says you are matters. But, but for some reason, he's the last person we listen to. We don't ask ourselves. We don't, we don't ask ourselves who does God say that I am? <clears throat> and listen, I I don't understand. No, maybe I do. I, I I know that people, you know, they feel certain things. You know, they feel a certain way. They they feel like there's something wrong with them. And and I and I I believe once again going off of what I I believe in the the, the Bible has the authority to speak because the Word of God I, I believe the reason why we feel the way that we do sometimes is because sin has corrupted us it it it's gotten in the way it's the reason why we struggle you know the reason why any of us struggle listen it doesn't. <clears throat> Understand, it's not just about someone who's struggling with being transgender. It's not just someone who struggles with, you know, homosexuality. It's it's also someone who struggles with gossiping too much. Someone who struggles uh, with overeating too much. Someone who uh, struggles with remaining faithful in their marriage. It's men who are yeah, feel lust towards other people. It it's people who justify uh, doing things like having sex outside of marriage. Um, or, or living together because of the rest of the world is doing it. Uh, you know, it, it's someone who lies all the time. It's someone who's dishonest. It, it's someone who's a narcissist. Like uh, the reason why you and I struggle with these these things is is, is because sin, sin has corrupted us. It, it it's it's taken away um, 
there's this constant spiritual battle going on between between who we want to be and, and who we should be, right? And 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 what having a relationship with God does, and and what allowing the Bible, when I allow the Bible to speak into my life, is is it brings these things to the surface, and now I have to deal with them instead of just trying to justify them away or saying that I don't understand or maybe it's a poor interpretation. And listen, I understand that there are things in the Bible that we've learned that maybe we read it wrong. Uh, maybe we don't understand the context. And we, so we've had to go back and, and visit those things, and that's not bad. But this is one of those topics that that has been pretty consistently the same, that, that our identity is rooted in who God says we are because he's the only one that has the right to tell us who we are. And so if he made you a certain way, it's because he meant to make you that way. <clears throat> and, and I know, I know this topic's bigger than, than that. I know it's not always easy. I know that there's on rare occasions where people who are born with both and there's confusion there. And, and, and once again, I think it goes back to since and, has corrupted the body. It's the reason why we have sin. And I mean, it's the reason why we have cancer. It's the reason why we die. Like, like we don't give enough <laughs> conversation to sin, but, but we're, we're, and I don't, I don't want to go too far away from this, but, but when it comes to who we are, what matters is what you believe God says about who you are. Not just the, the transgender argument don't I don't want you to stay there but you are a child of God he created you he made you he knows everything about you even the the hairs on your head and all he wants is, is to have a relationship with you he, he sent Jesus to die <clears throat> for you. And he did it because he loved you. Because he cares about you more than anyone else in this world does. He, he's also above us and, and beyond us in the sense of his excuse me, his authority. He has the the right and the ability to speak into our life because he created us. And, and it's not about how we feel. It's not about how we perceive it. It's about what he tells us, the way we should live our life. The things that I do and that I don't do, he he has the right, he's earned the right to speak into my life in that way because he, he wants what's best for me. And in, in, in today's culture, we listen to every voice but his. I, I, if you're listening to this, I don't know what you're struggling with. And I'll tell you that I struggle with things on my own. It's probably not the same, but but I have the things in my life that I shouldn't do, that I do, and I know that. And I'm trying to figure that out. I'm trying to work through those things. But but it starts with allowing someone who's bigger than me to, 
to give me direction on how I should live and the things that I should do. Like, that's why I go back to the scriptures. That's why uh, I try to stay plugged in at the church. That's why uh, I allow God to be the one who tells me how to live my life. Because I, if I did it based on all how I feel and what I thought was right and in my own logic and understanding, it's never going to work because I'm flawed. I'm, I'm sinful. I'm broken at best. No matter how smart I am, I'm never going to be smarter than God. <clears throat> so, so when it comes to our identity, like, who are you letting speak into your life? What, what voices are you listening to? What, what words are you reading? What books are you reading? What videos are you watching? What podcast are you listening to? When, when it comes to who you are, 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 are you listening to everyone else and ignoring the one voice? The, the ignoring, uh, ignoring the voice of the one person who loved you so much that he was willing to die for you. Because that, that's the only voice that matters. God is the only one who can tell us who we are. God is the only one who can truly tell us who we're created to be and what we're supposed to do with our lives. I, I said this the other day. Actually, I wrote it. Um, that following Jesus isn't about giving up who you are, but it's about becoming who you're really meant to be. Like, that's what God offers us. Love and mercy and grace, but truth and guidance and direction are all part of that. So so what voices are you allowing to to, to speak to your identity? And, and listen, I, I hope and I pray, and I'll pray before I even upload this, that, that whoever hears this, that it's received well. I'm not trying to bash you, and I, I never would mistreat someone, right? Uh, we might not agree on things, but I'm not going to mistreat you. I would never do that. That's not my place. But, but what, I'm, what I'm asking you is, is, who are you letting speak into your life? What What voices are you listening to? Because... That'll help you. That, that'll that help define your identity one way or the other, good or bad. Are you letting God be the voice, the loudest voice, the largest voice, the most prevalent voice in your life? Are you reading the scriptures? Are you studying the Bible? Are you participating in going to a church that is teaching what God is teaching. All of those things matter because your identity should be grounded in the creator of the universe. Your identity should be grounded in the one who made you who you are. And if it's not, It's going to be confusing. If it's not, you're going to 
Your identity is going to fluctuate with every new thought, with every new idea, with every new popular influencer that's out there. And I say that because I I see it. I I see people that are going back and forth all the time. But if you ground it in God, if you ground it in the truth of the one who made you, there's a consistency there. Doesn't mean you won't struggle. Doesn't mean that you won't feel certain things. It doesn't mean that you can't struggle with those things because you, you know, God made you. He knows you. He loves you. He wants that for you. He, he, he wants you to, to have peace and comfort and joy. <clears throat> We're still living in a broken world. So the confusion is still there, but, but you're choosing to listen to, to the one who can speak to that confusion and bring clarity. Consistency, truth. It's bigger than you and I. Your your identity should be and truly can only be defined by the one who made you. And God doesn't make junk. He doesn't. Ephesians 2.10 says that we are a masterpiece. We are his masterpiece designed for his good work. But you don't know that if you're not listening to him or giving him the chance to tell you that. All right. Have a good day. Hey, everyone. Thanks so much for checking out this week's podcast. Hey, if you want to learn more about our church, check us out at refocuschurch.com or look us up on Facebook at Refocus Christian Church. We're located in Fallonby, West Virginia. Uh, we'd love to have you and your family out. Come check out and see what God is doing in our people, in our community, in our church. All right. Later.